we're J&J. He's Justin. <laughs> That's Jared, my constant co-host. We are two dads that are leashed together to discuss life while chained to their everyday responsibilities like supporting our families. Uh, trying to work in a new way of saying leashed, honestly. Because uh, we're not, like, leashed constantly. We're two dads that are leashed to our everyday responsibilities. Just, the, just some food for thought there, you know. Hey, it's, we're not, we're not going to change the name of our awesome podcast. No, oh, by no means but, would we ever change the least dads. No. What the hell is wrong with us if we do that? <laughs> we should do like some publicity stunt where we're leashed together in public. <laughs> that's what a, that's what the photo should be. <laughs> yes, yes. Anybody who's looking for a chance <laughs> to make it big, you can. You want to be our us. photographer? <laughs> you want to be the photographer for this photo shoot? How many good pictures? Can Let you us make? know <laughs> in in that email. You'll yes. see it in the count <laughs> or on our Facebook page, which is live. By the way, it's, oh, nice. it's not. There's not a lot in there, but it's live. You know. It's a work in progress. It's updating almost every yes. single time. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. eventually. Yes. Welcome again. I mean, as Jared said, leash dads chained to everyday lives, support while well, supporting families. It's not like we're supporting families. We are supporting our families. Yes. That's another rewrite we have to... Okay. Notes taken. Done. <laughs> it's, hey, now, relax. We're good. As mentioned before, <laughs> positive attitude. P-O-S-I-T-I-V-E. Yes. That is what it means to me. Copyright not... No. <laughs> yeah, if anybody comes after us, or anybody makes that song a top not 40 hit, it. we're coming after you, because we own that. We own it now! Alright, anyways. Hey, so Jared, what's going on tonight? Tonight, we are taking a side road to the early stages of fatherhood. More specifically, adjustments made during those early years, and also behavior changes Maybe not so early in the years, but eventually as you become more acclimated to the dad role. Uh it's hard to talk about tonight. Um, it it's definitely I a swear. thought. Yeah, I know. It's definitely something you have to stop and think about and think about your life and your your adventure as a dad. Or if you're just uh, listening to this and you're expecting and your wife's expecting or you're expecting, whatever. You could take some notes. Um as we'll get into, each child is different, and each pregnancy is different, and everything is different. Uh, the chances of you getting somebody else's exact situation is pretty rare. So, you know, there's listen one up. Thing. You, you say it's pretty rare, and I do, I do agree with that. But have you heard of that like statement where you go, how many? If you throw like so many people in the same room, how how many? Or what's the percent that two people? Uh, have the same birthday or the chance that oh, two yeah. people have the same birthday it's kind of it, you would think it's like 50 percent, but it's not it's right. miraculously it's like 90 some percent based on some hmm. random stats that go on i don't remember the necessarily how they get to it but it's ba it's kind of going on an exponential like stat right there but maybe if you throw 50 pregnant families into the same room <laughs> you might have one in like a 95 percent chance that you guys go through the same shit i could i'm just kidding it's probably not because again actually i'd say pregnancies are all 
as much as you go through 40 weeks of hell, essentially, uh, your body's affected differently. Yet they're still right. affected and the same way. Um, we're talking like 10 years. 10 of years? Being, oh my gosh. I mean, 10 granted, years. Granted, you never stop being a parent. No. After that, you know, children leave. But, you know, I got to think 10 years back. If we bring other parents that have, you know, like my parents or Jared's parents into this, they have to go back like 30 years, 30 plus years and go, holy crap, I had to make a major adjustment. Yeah. What's going on? I, you got to give me some time. So, Jared, you know, tell me, I mean, just because you're a little more recent than I am, a six year difference about. <laughs> I mean, I still had I still have to do some adjustments here still as we are in the final comings here of expecting another baby into the world. Uh, I'm excited. It's since we're in the month of December, she'll be due here shortly. But you know, that's that's one more adjustment we have to make. Um, but yeah, no. Sorry for putting you on the spot again like that. <laughs> no, I mean, do do you want to get into that right away, or do you want to go over how your week was, buddy? I guess we can talk about the week. Why not? Weeks are always, always an important catch-up here. Um, I guess I can start with the week. Uh, work? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> it's just another Agreed. day in the neighborhood. Um, I don't know what happened, but it seemed like it was pretty chaotic. I mean, my days are starting to kind of come together, sadly, because it's the end of the year. So it's like you just lose track yeah. of time or whatever it is. Just... Monday's Monday, but Monday then becomes Wednesday or something like that. The week just becomes w- one day. Um, no, I think I had a coworker out of the office because of an emergency she had with her, like her pet, uh, where he, they were le- the dog was lethargic, so they took took him to the emergency room or the emergency vet had surgery. Uh, so I was really the only one working that day because my other co Hmm. so i have two co-workers one's already out with with an emergency for their dog one was apparently on vacation like management forgot to let us know hey by the way he's going on vacation or well that's not really their responsibility but needless to say monday i got a bombshell saying yeah we need you to cover three things three different projects you've got to cover two projects you've already been working on but then you got to take on this other one where this person's out because he was on he's on vacation so i'm sitting here like (laughs) i hated it as much as i like having the project it's like you're you're putting this on me on monday when you already know that should have already had this planned out that he was going to be gone and then somebody need to handle this project while he was away for an entire week and not to mention i think it's also going to kind of trickle into this week as well i don't think he comes back until tuesday but it was frustrating. Monday was a little bit frustrating, but I got over it. I told, you know, I, I was straightforward with my boss because I trust her and everything. She she knows where I'm at with this. Um, but, yeah, no, so that was Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, all fine and dandy. Um, Friday was actually probably one of the best days of my, of my career um, with the company and the client I work for. I had... received early or an email no thursday starting on thursday i received an email from one of our customers 
uh, saying they wanted to make a booking for a quote that I had done in like the middle slash end of November. They wanted to book the okay. shipment. So it's nice because that's bonus money for me. Um, and our, my bonus is kind of all based on different things. So depending on how they book or what they're trying to ship or their way they are shipping. So like ocean, air, or truck, um, like domestically, they will use mm-hmm. trucks for domestic travel or tra- uh, shipping. Um, it can diff- it, My bonus can pay out differently uh, based on certain metrics or uh, whatever it's called. <laughs> we'll just say metrics, uh, weight, or how you measure the shipments. Uh, so I got that Thursday. Friday, again, was just another stellar day. I had three development accounts or like accounts that are owned by key account managers or somebody that really works closely kind of like an actual sales rep for them uh okay. works really close with the company that is submitting requests for quotes uh three different bookings were approved from three different companies like from so i had three bookings one or all of them came from different companies which is nice because now I've got, I still have three bookings, and we're doing like a little contest for the month for my team, and it's, it's like a board game. So based on our KPIs or key performance indicators, uh, you get some spaces. Well, bookings, if somebody books with you, you get like five spaces for one booking. Wow. So I had four bookings this week, on Thursday and Friday which is the start of the month. That's 20 spaces on my game board. Dang, dude. <laughs> so needless to say, I'm kind of way ahead of my team already, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. That's awesome though. Um, yeah, no, it, it felt pretty good. Uh, Saturday was a fun day here as I, Jared will be able to see this in a video here. Uh, but for all you audio listeners, I'm going to kind of describe it. Um, Actually, it was kind of like Thursday into Friday because I wanted to do it, and one of my friends brought this up that he wanted to do this. Uh, I rearranged my desk space a little bit um, where since my friend wants to do like add another desk for me so I can have like longer space and have more room for my gaming setup, he's like, here, let's put another desk in, but let's let's move the bookshelf behind me behind you and make it kind of like a wall and then you can put up some things like jared can see i've got gnomes like a lot of gnomes and i've got those are really cool yeah and then i've got some more gnomes sitting on my futon or standing on my futon sweet (laughs) so it's a it's a new little setup that i have going on here and it's really more purposely for this like streaming aspect uh or when i do stream you know kind of give me kind of give viewers and everything the idea of my gnomish stuff because believe it or not my na- streaming or gaming tag is darth gnomey um yep. <laughs> so just following suit with the gnome theme uh but i did so what i ended up doing was actually just moving a table that i got for like christmas or something like that one year um it was just being used like a storage space with bins and, <laughs> and just things like that I moved it over to the where the bookshelf bookcases behind me w- were and I'm now using that as my temporary desk for my work computer oh okay so currently right now I do like where it used to be in a corner is a lot of dead space because I can't necessarily access it 
well um, oh, because right. of the table being a square, whereas the desk that we I would need is actually going to be a little longer but also a little thinner. Uh, so the length is going to be better, but the height is going to be shorter in a sense if you look at it like in a rectangle. Mm-hmm. So it'll be longer but then shorter. So uh, just picture, pick, you know, instead of a square, right? Right. Picture a square, but now you're changing it into a rectangle, um, which is kind of nice because then I won't have as much dead space. I'll even be able to move my gaming setup a, mo- a little more uh, so one of my monitors is not necessarily hanging on the edge of life uh, <laughs> or the edge of the desk. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much like Thursday's Friday. Saturday is kind of just whatever. Did a lot of laundry. Finally got caught up on that. Uh, I actually, after the time management that we talked about last week, I felt really good and not so, like, stressed about, the, like, home Same. chores and things like that. So, yep. it really, honestly, it actually helped me, too. Um, but it was overall good. And then today is just kind of like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I didn't even, I don't know where today went. I kind of, I guess... I woke up early this morning to help my wife get ready for work. Um, but then after that, I laid back down and lost three or like two and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> I told myself because I was I told myself I was going to stay awake. And this is like at six o'clock this morning. I laid back down in bed. And I guess three hours went by. Hmm. So I didn't get back up until like nine o'clock. Isn't that crazy how that happens? It sucks. It really sucks when you lose like three hours of your day just because you're sleeping. But I get it. I, I really do. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm starting to sleep less and less or it's getting my sleep. I don't want to say my sleep schedule's getting worse because um, it's still around the same time that I'm usually going to bed. But at the same time, maybe I'm not sleeping as well as I used to. So I am actually losing out on that sleep, uh, possibly tossing and turning uh, due to the pregnancy that's going on. Uh, even though, like, I may be asleep, I'm still not fully asleep. Where you're just like a, it's like a light sleep in a sense, not like a deep sleep or a REM type of sleep. It's so light that anything will just make you wake up or oh. you'll be you'll be there. So yeah, that's not um, good sleep. But yeah, no, it's not good sleep at all. So I think I'm more and more tired, but I don't necessarily always feel tired uh, until like the morning of or the very next morning. So that's my week. Kind of just enjoyed the time. So how was your week? It was good. It was really good. Uh, Like you said, work was just kind of a blur. I got a lot of stuff done there. uh, So that's good. Uh, I was in the office for two days in a row, which is a bit hard on me, just because I have to leave so early in the morning just to get there on time or not on time, God, but I can't at a decent you can actually time. Do that. I know. Um, and then my youngest is sick again, and was all week pretty much. And you gotta so stop. that that's some. Yeah. Stop breathing on the kid. It's not <laughs> me. It's bubble. not me. Uh, and then uh, yesterday we had uh, my Donlin Christmas party with a bunch of my aunts and uncles and cousins. A little early, don't lovely... you think? Hmm? It's a little early, isn't it? 
I'm not the one who set it up, so. Oh. But yeah, it is kind of early. I guess it's not. Er- oh, it is the month of Christmas, so it's not yeah. bad. Or the ho- it is the holiday, like a month of holidays, so it's really not bad. And if they're planning for people that aren't necessarily there, or you know, maybe they've got they're trying to plan so they don't have to feel time crunch for the week of christmas i think yeah i think that's what happens uh usually my family does stuff uh like the entire month of well not my family but my extended family with natalie's family as well we all kind of just pick one weekend out of december to do our thing with that certain family so uh yeah this this yesterday started the kickoff of every weekend we have a christmas party to go to so it's gonna be nuts from here on out Um, a lot of time good time yeah oh it's good it was great and we had it at the lovely uh chris and sue's out in plymouth it was great wonderful food uh we had my and cora was sick so natalie stayed home with her so it was just eleanor antonio and myself uh and they had a blast they didn't lose control or (laughs) get out of hand so i was really thankful and thanked them up and down for that when we left so uh and it was it was, it was a great time and then driving helps, back to re- sure. yeah yeah and then driving to racine to drop antonio off today uh, it was a nice family little meet up with natalie's family and uh, i got to stop at barnes and noble to add to my book collection <laughs> so that's awesome nice and i kind of stopped at barnes and noble early, earlier today too as well just to do some uh i won't call it last minute saint nick shopping but at the same time because saint nick comes on monday night yeah so all for all you parents out there that are trying to remember when saint nick comes it's every it's every december 5th right into the 6th so yeah I ended up doing that. I got some. I got the kids some books and then uh, some other things. I also bought some things for myself, though. Uh, you know, spoil myself a little bit. But I was also out and about doing some extra or uh, picking up some dog food since our dogs were since our dogs were out of food. So, anyways, sorry for the interruption, Jared. No, no worries. Uh, and then, speaking of hobbies, my book collecting, I was also able to take Eleanor out on saturday morning just to do some running around i had to go to home depot pick and save just you name it it was a bunch of running around and we went hot wheels hunting at pick and save because they they had three bins of hot wheels that i dug through and eleanor helped me and she picked out some stuff for herself so it was a good weekend it was pretty busy but that's nice sometimes you know it helps make the time go by but at the same time you wish it didn't actually fly by that's the big right i like to enjoy my weekends but when you do enjoy them they're gone Right. So, no, I mean, it sounds like we both had a very, fairly productive week, and we are like a really good weekend in the long in the long haul. So, never gonna complain there, guys. Don't ever complain. If your week is busy, great. It helps make the days go by when you're working. But at the same time, if your weekends are too long, sometimes it just becomes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it can become problematic. Right. So. Right. <laughs> But it's only right, problematic so if it's l- busy and you're doing nothing. So, yeah, right. So uh, let's let's launch into the adjustments period. The, the adjustments so, period. Yeah, I mean, talk about adjustments yeah. So every I'll let day. you. <laughs> I'll let you ponder your answer for this question while I go on uh, on what my journey was like. 
so I became a stepdad first. Uh, well, it was right out of college, pretty much. And with that, you know, we had an agreement with the with his dad, and it was every other weekend or something along those lines. So when you're a stepdad, you have the well, sometimes you have the opportunity to still have that one-on-one -on -one time with you and your girlfriend and or fiancé or whatever. You but and your significant other. Yeah, significant other. You and your partner. Um, otherwise, you'd have the situations where you don't have that custody placement uh, arrangement where you, ha you just automatically become that father figure or mother figure to that child. And it's hard. I, I honestly was not ready for it. And I'll admit that now, to the day I die, I was not ready for it. And I wish I knew uh, just a way to be a dad right off the bat. And being a stepdad is different than a dad, I think. Especially when the other per when the other parent is in the picture. Like, I never wanted to take over Antonio's dad's place. I never wanted to do that. A, that's not my job. And B, he has his dad who's still in the picture, and that's his dad. I never wanted to replace him. So it was good, a bit I have of some a good talking points, but uh, no, just keep going. Yeah, so it was it was a bit of a, a unique situation because you do have those opportunities where the other parent is not not around. You, they don't know who they are or whatever, and you have to act as that sole, you know, missing parent. And that that I don't know, but I I've, I've heard it's it's very difficult. So, you know, how I was raised, starting off. In the early stages of being a dad, I was always told where you need to wear protection for situations that we shall rename. Wrap your tool. You know, that's exactly right. So it was it was drilled in my head pretty early on uh, that if you're gonna have a kid or a family, for God's sakes, please don't do it on a whim and think about it <laughs> because your life will change, and we're gonna go over how it changes. <laughs> You can all and then, you know, I, I became married. And, you know, when, when a couple loves each other, okay, we're going to stop okay, it right Okay, the birds there. and the bees. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys can have that talk later. <laughs> and if you don't well, know what we're talking about, please refer to your doctor. <laughs> or refer to your parents. <laughs> that be, too. They'll, um, they'll be more than happy to go to the birds and the bees talk with you by, by all means. It right. may be embarrassing because it certainly is an embarrassing conversation to have. But it's a necessary one. I mean... Right. And so, I waited until marriage... Honestly, right, right. But all, yeah, exactly. I waited till marriage, uh, just because that's, the, that's how I was brought up. Um, but we don't always have that opportunity, you know? And because wanting to wait... To wait till marriage. It's just... We right. Not and to. Exactly. And then, so that brought up some struggles in my past relationships, where it's like, well... I was adamant to my my sticking to it, which caused some problems, but whatever. And then, so finally, success. Uh, you know, we had a bit, some troubles early on trying to become parents, uh, but eventually it, it worked. So uh, first things first, Justin, did you have to pack a bag for the hospital? Had to? Like, for it's weeks out? It's the smartest thing you can possibly ever do. I agree. It was it was new to me when I because my I don't know if my parents did it. I was never 
told that I had to pack a bag a month ahead of time. <laughs> okay, it's I would say it's very hard for a an infant to pack a bag of their own. <laughs> Parents don't necessarily always share those details, right? Um, right. The the th- the thing here, right? You want to think about this. You pack. So, I'll kind of dig into my little adjustment here um, on this on this portion. Okay. My firstborn, I wasn't actually around for. Like, I was okay. not around for the birth of my first son. Um, because I was away in college and everything um and admittedly kind of in denial that i was really the parent um because there was things going around where it could have been one of three guys child right so okay. i, I yeah. was one of three or not even three i think it might have been like 50 50 chance that i was really the father there was pro- like another guy involved possibly um but it's just one of those things uh i wasn't I wasn't involved much in the beginning or the whole nine months of pregnancy or anything like that um, because I was away at school. And when I came home, it wasn't really spend time with partner of mine. Yeah. Uh, and I say that because we weren't actually ever dating. Um, so I'm definitely on that case of I was a fool and didn't wrap my tool. <laughs> okay. And it's uh, it was an unplanned pregnancy. Right. So. um unplanned and it was more like a one night stand so never involved in that so i never knew about setting up or packing a bag or anything like that um i did become involved in my son's life uh after birth and after i think a year or so but after that you know i found my i was with another partner or my significant other my wife now and we've uh two kids of our own as well and when the first time we were in the hospital yes we did pack a bag uh ne- it wasn't necessarily a month in advance but we also kind of knew what we needed as well um right having having clothes or change of clothes things like that uh now i will say it is very difficult to well not, i wouldn't say difficult it's just if you're not really expecting things to happen soon or if you're if something becomes unexpected and you're going to the hospital sooner than expected, it changes, right? Where you right. don't necessarily know how to plan for who's going to watch other kids if you have other kids and whatnot, unless you're unless you're like perfectionist again. But you can't. Nobody can't be a perfectionist. It's just not possible. It's all perfection's out there. It's just always a, just out of reach. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Packing a bag is very critical. Um, I don't. Nece- I wouldn't necessarily say a month in advance, but you can start putting it together by all means, because there's right. probably going to be something that always comes up that you think about that you want. Um, but it, it's a good thing to have because I don't know how often you're going to spend time in the hospital or whatnot. Uh, I mean, some sometimes like you're more or less packing for your wife or your partner at that time. I mean, well, and, and when, that changed when you were in the hospital, because did you stay there as well. Yes, with Eleanor, yes, because it was pre-COVID, so I was able to stay there as long as I wanted to. Okay. Okay. And they had yes. a bed there, a pull a pull-out couch, and everything. Right. Yeah. So, but after COVID, during Cora, once I left the hospital, I couldn't come back. 
you couldn't enter the hospital once you left? Yeah. Wow. It was it was May of 2020. I mean, I guess it is a different time too, right? Co- like you said, it's yeah. COVID, so I never had. I didn't. Ha- I haven't had a child in COVID. Um, both my ch- my youngest children were born pre-COVID. <laughs> All my children actually are pre-COVID. Um, this one is post-COVID, or the one that we're expecting here. Obviously, is post-COVID, uh, but I think they've become a little more lax on their restrictions and whatnot. So if you left, you I can think probably so. Come back. Um, yeah, but. Let let it be known that I am taking time off as well. Uh, I'm not. I won't be at work. I'll still be. I'll. I won't be staying at the hospital uh, because I do have other parental duties to uphold. Uh, as Same. getting kids ready for bed, getting kids to school, um, and whatnot. So it's not necessarily going to be easy. Compare or it won't. It changes compared to what I used to do, where my two boys that I have. Uh, my five-year-old and three-year-old, I was in the hospital with my wife. So, and it is what it is. Uh, I did stay for multiple days at a time uh, with my wife until actually I think I was there like practically the entire week um, or the time that she was in the hospital. So, it should, she did get discharged, I think, early enough, but at the same time, uh, it was still the right amount of time as well so yeah okay and you bring up a good point too yeah uh the zill packing a bag is crucial my wife had a checklist she got off some app or website whatever and that was a huge help so we actually had more stuff than we actually needed but if the situation were to change we had the stuff to adapt to that situation so but you bring up a good point with taking off of work fathers mothers whatever take the time to spend with your newborn as a parent whether it's your third child sixth child first take the time off of work two weeks minimum if you can please if you can do it do it, it that time is so crucial yes just strive for that make that your goal it is so crucial to have those first couple weeks as a new parent or a repeat parent, just to have those moments with your newborn child because you get to see all the firsts. So until, well, you go back to work. But anyway. I mean, okay. So so that's a crucial step. I I do like that talk too because I I haven't actually taken like two full weeks off ever to do that. I haven't. I mean, and the thing is here, right, my wife, she always took – the full time off. She took short term disability leave. She took some FMLA. You can do that, guys. People, please. Yes. Yes. Plan. You, you want to plan ahead? You can do that. Uh, for mothers out there, you're gonna want to take probably the full amount of time you possibly can. Uh, Correct. Because believe it or if not, if not more. Yeah. You don't necessarily. I mean, whatever you're comfortable with is really what you want to do. I don't. A lot of people know that getting your time with a newborn, uh, skin to, or contact, skin to skin, things like that, is very critical. So they know who you are. Huge. That is a huge, huge thing. Now, I working from working from home changes the way I'm approaching this. Um, as I will be home when my wife comes home. Right. I'll right. probably be the one picking her up, bringing her home, 
bringing our baby girl home and everything like that. So I will do that. But at the same time, I will still be here at home working. I, ha- I was doing a little research of my own for my work. I could take some time off and get like it's kind of like a parental or uh, paternity leave. Like you're you're given maternity or paternity, depending on your uh, sex and everything. Right. Um, I would take I, I could take that. And I could get paid half my like my hourly rate. Oh, okay. To me, it's not worth it though. I'd rather be able. No. To, if I wanted to take time off, I'd rather take my use my PTO for whatever time I wanted to take off and get paid fully for it, rather than right. lose like fifty percent. I get why they do it, but to me, in the long run, it's just not worth it. Um, no. As much as it's still income. I'd still rather just have a full income or full income at that point. Um, so it, it's nice. It's something to consider, truly consider. Uh, but that's kind of that's kind of where it's at. Take the ter- take the time that you want if you can take all the necessary time. Or if you're like me working from home, you're still going to have plenty of time to cuddle with that newborn. I swear you will have plenty of time helping out when needed. Work situation's a little different, though. Okay? And I don't... I. We can't get nitpicky about that because everybody's job is different. So kudos to everybody that's able to do this. So, um, yeah. So keep going, Jared. Tell tell more about your adjustments. I mean, you became a stepdad when you took on your stepson, but you didn't want to take on the, like, you're still a father figure, but you're not right. obviously his biological father by any means. His his, do- his dad is still in the picture, which is which is a yes. good thing. And that's very critical. Um but what are so what are some roles here that you have as a stepfather? Cuz you could still teach him lessons. You could still parent with yeah, Natalie in regards to that. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's two things. One as a husband and then the other or husband, boyfriend, significant other. One is that you have to be there for them. If anything, you know, I hate to say it, but arguments, situations arise between ex-partners that you need to comfort them with. <laughs> I hate to laugh, but it's it's it. I've seen it so many times where it's hard just to imagine where there's total peace and anonymity between them. Uh, that is just it's a miracle if that if that happens. And if that's your situation, congratulations. <laughs> you're no, awesome I, you can, but... you can congratulate my <laughs> wife surprisingly her like my step my stepson his dad i mean his dad's still in the picture too he's like he's a friend of mine um but and that's great i know him through my wife right they, right. they are ex-partners um now granted he and i didn't really like each other in the beginning but over time it's an adjustment right we had finally adjusted to the point where we do talk to each other uh you know obviously a child is in both our lives um we are still on very much the same page i mean my wife and him have done a very good job raising their son together for when they were together or living in the same house and now you know we are still the three of us are on a very similar page on how he is being brought up so and that's huge and and that is also a talking point that that branches me off to uh, my role to him is that 
either way he so my stepson has two very very different lifestyles uh between his mother and his father so you know multiple segment too it might it might have to be honestly because (laughs) it's your duty to teach them right and wrong while he is in your custody and just you know principles of life how to handle situations emotions school you name it It, it's it's a huge responsibility uh that you need to take seriously because if you're just setting a bad example for the child when they're in your care i don't recommend doing that because that you're inflicting some sort of emotional damage on that child's life whether you like it or not and that's where your duty as a parent starts. You have to create a good example for your children. Oh, I wholeheartedly Mike, Mike agree. dropped. All right, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wholeheartedly agree. You know, you talk. We talk about. All right, from my aspect, right? I became a dad ten years ago, and the adjustment period was a lot different. Again, not being necessarily around for the entire pregnancy, if any of it at all. I never went to doctor's appointments for uh, my ex-partner, um, anything like that. I came be- again, more or less, became the parent uh, once I started, you know, getting some time. I had to go through a lot of different. Uh, it was kind of like a trial in a sense, right? I had to have, in order, in order to actually have custody of or like placement of my son. I. It was court ordered, and this is this is the thing I hate the most, right? Ugh. And this is this is all this is all based on parents, and how you yes. and your partner or ex partner can behave with each other. So how you handle situations, how, how you can handle situations <laughs> together, or for, you know, with each other, right? Right. Our our situation was completely different than what my wife and her ex partner is at, or. Uh, Jared's wife and her ex-partner and what they're in, their situation. Because if I recall, I don't, well, I'm not going to try to recall all that because it's fuzzy details from college, um, long nights. Uh, but needless to say, my situation is never exactly the greatest. We had to go to court to get placement and everything adjusted because I wanted time, right? Yeah. I was a dad. I wanted time. And it's, and it's your right. She she didn't well wisconsin being a mother state is kind of a it it was an uphill battle in a way um but you know my son's mom really said no 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 no, not happening or whatever you know things like that like her whole family is kind of against me because at first i didn't want to believe i was the father but then we had a dna test and they wanted you know the court wanted to know who the father was so they could go through this whole system of getting them you know getting their money back and everything like that for helping out um needless to say though uh, you know that's minute um our situation just isn't pleasant at all we are base basically the ones that have to go through court to get anything resolved uh because we refuse to truly work together um in a good-natured way Whereas when you have ex-partners that are able to work together very well, like on a very civil or, you know, be work together for the child, not for yourself. Be less selfish, but self or uh, selfless, 
in a way. Very well um, said. It's not about you. It's about your child. Exactly. Exactly. And at some point it felt like it was one parent was all about themselves. And it's just one of those things. Unfortunately, there has been, since COVID came around, there has been some major adjustment in that in that aspect to my son, my eldest son. And this is kind of a choice that I made, and it was not easy. And it tore a lot no. of hearts on people. I have not seen him. It was not an easy choice, but at the same time, at the same time here I want it to be better for him and it's all all back to the point of being living in two different lifestyles yeah where both myself and his mom were not able to really raise him on the sa- in the same lifestyle or very similar lifestyle he was an only child at her place he comes here he's got two other or three other brothers so it's a different, you know, it's hard for him, al- let alone. But then you've got mom trying to raise you one way, dad trying to raise you another way. We were never basically mm-hmm. on the same page. And it just, I, the reason why I did what I did is because I want him to be able to have more of a stable life. As much as he needs both parents in his life, because it's always good to have, you know, a mom and a dad. Uh, being able to help you out it just wasn't working out for him it was causing more stress more of a strain on how he goes about things um, basically how he's being taught how to how life should be right where right how you know you 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 form how your child grows up you form how they start behaving when they leave your house yes you develop them into you mold them into what they become when they start going into work what they start doing with their high school career you as a parent mold them for their life ahead of them to be independent and and that's why or you mess up they're gonna mess up right and that's why you know you have to set. A, that's why I brought up the good example situation and you on how you want them to to turn out, because I came in the picture when he was I, I want to say five. That is not a young age. That I mean he's 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 growing up enough to actually have conversations and you know look around his environment and make a you know make adjustments and stuff. So. Being a stepdad, uh, you know, when the ki- you know, it all depends on the kid's age too. You could be a stepdad when the kid's eighteen, and then it's kind of like, you know, whatever, kind of awkward. But anyway, just remember, um, they're still you're still a parent, no matter how old right? they are. Right. So um, the first thing, the first adjustment that I really kind of had to make with both kids was just my my part my not my partying I didn't really party that much but it that with that being said you can't drop what you're doing and go hang out with the guys can't do it no no can't it's all about time and management. then right yeah exactly exactly <laughs> refer to last week's episode on time management please <laughs> uh, and tips <laughs> not these aren't necessarily yes, the tips. right tips for how to adjust yeah. your when you become a parent but you know 
refer to time management or last week's episode for time management uh, discussion. So, yes. anyways. Uh, so yeah, the whole drinking party, uh, friends, uh, your, you know, your life is supposed to be revolving around that child now. Um, just because you're responsible for that life from the moment they are born and the moment that they come into your life, that is your responsibility. And it really shouldn't be anybody else's unless you have the circumstances to make that argument. Mm -hmm. Good Um, luck with that, making that argument. Yeah, no, sh- no shit. Uh, another <laughs> thing that was <laughs> that was hard for me to adjust was I never got alone time after my youngest, my eldest was born. Uh, I did get alone time when Antonio would go to his dad's house, or Natalie would go down and visit her family. I cherish those days uh, where I had some time to just chill by myself uh but ever since eleanor was born and ever since covid those have become extinct i did get one night for the first time in two years like three months ago or whatever and it was glorious (laughs) glorious yeah i know that feeling yeah so uh yeah yeah. and then so uh, newborn life too uh your schedule revolves around that little baby sleep say goodbye Unless you have an amazing child that's a miracle that sleeps through the night. Which, Never going to happen. Again, if that's you, I love you. Because <laughs> I, for both kids, did not have that and still Never don't. Never going to happen. And honestly. Sorry. Sorry for yeah, all that's you what... expecting parents. It's never going to happen. Somebody's got to ha- no. have to feed the uh, infant in the middle yeah. of the night or the newborn in the middle of the night. So you lose a lot of sleep over the first few months of a newborn not gonna lie and it that is a huge adjustment to your life huge again you cannot get those that time back uh which is why they also kind of recommend taking that time off rather than if you are working uh and you have to be to work the next day or whatever and you lose all your sleep it makes it difficult um but tough if you want if you choose to tough it out kudos to you but newborns are a lot of work and if if you are a parent i know you are probably going somebody gets it or everybody gets it it newborns are always going to be a lot of work regardless because they need a lot of attention no matter the time of day i mean okay if they're napping or sleeping which they're going to do a lot of but it's when they're awake that's going to be critical because that's when they're still doing a lot of their development yeah, and you know what, JJ? No one ever told me how, and I guess I really didn't pay much attention when my youngest sister, or my both my sisters were born. I was, we're seven years apart. So I guess I really didn't pay attention to how much actual work goes into having a newborn. And I wasn't ready for, I'll be honest, I was not ready for losing massive amount of sleep and not being able to get it back. In fact, there's pictures on my Facebook of me sleeping with one of the kids on my chest just so <laughs> I can get a nap in. So it's uh, so glorious when you have a child in your arms or on your chest and you are both passed out. I've got plenty of photos of that too. Cherish those moments, folks. Uh, I am right now, and it, I'm remembering how peaceful and just awesome those moments are because they don't last forever. I can't get my four-year-old to sit next to me for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a shame. laughs> 
So, JJ, you. what she adjustments... I know she does, but she has so much energy. <laughs> so what adjustments did you have to do, buddy? Oh, my God. So ha- having a first child is just – this is probably one thing that a lot of people don't think about. Or if you do, kudos. But, I mean, this also comes from – so I personally never read any books to help me adjust. But when you have Same. children, when you have children, okay – what is one thing you should probably start doing to your house? Baby right. proofing. Baby proofing. You know, it doesn't matter how yes. old they are. If you don't start baby proofing your house, you're probably going to run into some problems, especially when you have <laughs> electric outlets or those outlets and everything, right? Because when, when, when a kid starts going, a toddler or an infant, when they start crawling or a toddler starts walking around and gets curious – they're going to see an outlet and they're going to get curious of what it does. So, I mean, just baby proofing it, making sure that you have a place that is safe for them. Uh, and you, so if you have a gate like or a spot that doesn't have a door or something, or like if you have stairs, you want to make sure there's a baby gate. Uh, cabinet so door locks. Or, yeah, and the cabinet door locks so they don't get into things you don't want them to, like chemicals. Yep. Oh, my God. But, no, we – so first child was – baby adjustments uh were you in college baby proofing my parents house okay so okay oh all right so you didn't have any involvement pretty much until you graduated i well when i came home for certain holidays like easter or things of that nature and had some sort of small placement uh set up yes but it wasn't okay that I mean, we still had the house baby proofed in a way because that was still kind of critical. Um, and I, you know, I still had to have my parents around. I couldn't just be on my own with them, uh, with my first, my firstborn, because not a lot of trust with mommy. Um, and yeah. not to mention the, you know, it was also to make, it was make, it was to make her happy, but also to make the court happy because it's a new parent that's not round often enough. Now, granted, I'm sure it would have been a different situation if her and I were together, um, but that wasn't the case. So having a parent around or like a grandparent around for the child was one thing kind of required for a bit. After a while, once I became once I was graduated from college, the adjustment was now I have this joint custody and 50 50 placement schedule. So ever it was like a, a two two three schedule. Uh, meaning I had like one parent would have him two days or two nights then, and then he'd go over to the next parent for two nights. And then once the weekend, so basically it'd start like a Sunday night into two and go till Tuesday night. They'd go back on Tuesday night until Thursday night with one parent. And then Thursday night, they would actually go back to, and I say two, two, three based on how many nights they're at the house, like sleeping at the place. Uh, and then right. it would be three nights, so like a Friday, Saturday, or Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday night or Sunday before they s- go to sleep, they would go back to the other parent. And then they would have like a two. I would have a two, so I'd have them like Tuesday into Wednesday night and then drop them off on Thursday, and then she would have her weekend. So 50-50, like a 50-50 placement schedule like that. Um, so that's a big adjustment because it's like I have them for – five days of the week she only has them for two or whatever it was yeah um 
but then plan planning how we do things too that was holy smokes now granted we did have like a holiday schedule kind of planned out there as well as you want to have that planned out rather than being like all right well i want him this year for christmas but i want him again next year that just can't happen that's just not fair to the other parent um so again just different types of adjustments planning holidays uh making sure he was able to see certain family members or whatnot if we didn't have him for the holiday we'd go somewhere else we'd go with my my wife's side of the family or something like that um so trying to work out a, a schedule like that was very i wouldn't say difficult just <laughs> very helpful um but then another adjustment was you know going through and not having him in life anymore so uh i don't want to say it kind of reverted everything but it definitely made it difficult because there were kids around that really enjoyed him there's family yeah. extended family as well they're we're asking questions and trying to yeah. force things like are you sure you're doing what you the right thing stop asking me i've made my decision you guys i can't change it you guys aren't going to change my mind this is better i believe it's better um for for my son but overall that adjustment was one thing um adjusting to having two kids in the house right away that are both about the same age was huge uh you know they were siblings in a sense like stepbrothers uh and they were still playing you know right getting along with each other having to adjust to each other making sure they were both still on the same path like parenting path as well um adding a third not, kid. not like where one kid gets treatment that the other one doesn't exactly you can't you can't have yeah. like not like special treatment or you know unfair treatment uh in that regards correct um it just would come off as like why does this person get this but then this person gets a di gets treated a different way that's not easy to explain um adding a third kid into the equation is a lot more difficult because as a parent and jared like you like you can attest right you said you lost a lot of your like personal time or having your own time to yourself like getting My away me time your meat your me time me time you lose a lot of that all right yes now you have to divvy it up your time up between three children Mm-hmm. you want to care to talk about that you can't yet sorry buddy it's a little difficult no. because you're not there uh no not to be offensive or anything by any means but divvying your time up from your spouse child number one child number two child number three. Oh, by the way if you go for more child number four and child number right. five holy hell do you never get time for yourself hence time management people time management is critical but each adjustment is changing uh there are certain things that are very similar like a newborn still going to require a lot of time still going to lose a lot of sleep once they start becoming a little more independent is when you can start trying to manage how you take care of each child um and this kind of tying all our other podcasts back together family activities get time together to play board games played a board game tonight actually and played a game called circus uh c-i-r space k-i-s it's like a triangle or it's like a circle and star game where you put like different pieces together and you get points for completing a star or a circle um, oh 
Nice. First one to 40 wins. So we were able to do that. Um, we watched a movie. But overall, there's a lot of adjustments that I had to go through. Uh, trying to play f- fairness to all children. And, uh, you know, get acclimated to different bedtime schedules. Where my younger ones, my five-year-old and three-year-old, they go to bed at 8.30. My oldest will go to bed at 9.30. Now, let's talk about taking on children that aren't yours. And I'm talking like my nieces here. I brought on my nieces over the summer. Made their bedtime 10.30. So, they have to get used to it. We all have to get used to a certain schedule, getting used to a different house environment because there are so many more children in the house now. Um, it was chaotic. It still is chaotic. My house is a full house, and it's a small house, so it's really full. Uh, but getting used to it and everything, um, it's just a mess. <laughs> and now we're adding a yeah. newborn to the picture, so I'm going to lose a lot of sleep. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, all worth it to me. Uh, but overall, honestly, if we talk about my, my path of becoming a parent or a new parent, um, or becoming a renew parent, uh, for having a new child in my life, it's never going to change. I will probably go through somewhat of a similar process each time, uh, being up, taking care of my child, changing their diaper, changing their pull up, whatever it may be in the middle of the night to make sure they don't have a sore butt in the morning or uh, sore spots from being in a soaked diaper or whatever it may be. Um, Having to potentially feed a child in the middle of the night because my wife, heaven forbid, might be at work at some point. So getting up when they start whining, seeing what's wrong, taking care of them, that's never going to change. Usually when my kids come crying to me, or like in the middle of the night, they wake up, they come upstairs, they're coming to me. <laughs> and it's because, and this is no, this by no means am I, you know, mad at my wife for this or anything of the nature. Her job takes her away from her family. Like she's, she's a nurse. So she's gone. I mean, she, she works for a mental, mental institute. Um, but she, you know, she can get pulled away for 16 hours in a day. So, I mean, she may go into work in the morning and then she'll be gone all day long. So basically until the kids are gone to bed. So, I mean, most of the time when the kids are at school, it's one thing. But when they're home and they don't get to see her, it's a whole nother thing because she's now at work till 11 o'clock or 1130 before after they're in bed. Um, So I'm always the one around to take care of them. By no means am I saying she's a bad parent. No, no. She would do her job if it was the reverse. They just come to me because I'm always the one around, always, you know, there to take care of them. She still takes care of them when she's got off. Not saying she doesn't. It's just a different adjustment because I'm the one always at home. Uh, So I'm the one that always is providing more attention in a way. Um, Again, I'm not making, making it negative. It is just an adjustment you'd make. So if you feel like you're always doing the work, which you are, don't make it negative because that's not what it is. No. If if she's providing, she's providing for the family. She's My wife is making the money compared to myself. I'm the right. one at home taking care of our young ones, preventing 
a thousand to fifteen hundred dollar daycare bills. Right. Which that, so, that's huge. It is huge. Um, and kudos for people that can actually do that, really, because that's a lot of work when you're working, but you have to take care of your child as well. Kudos to everybody yeah. that can do that, um, because it's not easy by any means. So that's you know that's kind of a big adjustment right there in and of itself. It'll get easier once kids start going to school because you don't have to worry about them as much. Uh, when they become independent is always nice, but still cherish the moments that they ask for your help because sooner or later it's going to be gone or become less and less of a thing. They move out. Yeah, they'll still need you from time to time. That's what you're there for. You'll never stop being a parent. Um, now, I do want to say this, though, as we do kind of round out the hour here. I think we're ha- we'll have to talk more about this later, as I know this is kind of the beginning. And this yeah. is a whole thing to talk about. Um, but everything can be different, whether you become a stepdad first, uh, becoming your first-time parent uh, for your own child, things like that. It's going to be different. And I want to cover more of this later on, too. So, um, any, Part two. Last, any last remarks here, Jared, for... Uh, kind of like the beginning hood of an ad- or beginning of parenthood. You're never going to be fully ready. You're never going to be ready to go as soon as that child comes into this world. It's going to take how many time. Times you've had children. It, exactly. It's going to take time. Relax as much as you can. And just know that everything's going to be okay as long as you are in that child's life. That's all I can say about it is just try your best. Don't sit here and rack your brain on parenting books or TikTok videos or Facebook posts about being a good parent. Do what comes naturally to you and just be a supportive person in that child's life and help them grow to be a great individual in this world. There's not enough of that right now. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. It is very crucial to be a supportive parent. Uh, be a leash dad, end. folks. Be a leashed mom. Be a leashed dad, please. <laughs> support, For the sake of your, your child, <laughs> please. Support your children. Uh, yes. Just, again, try not to give in to them all the time. Put your foot down when you need to put your foot down, though. Yes. Guide them in the way that you want to guide them. Guide them to become independent, but independent in the way that you know you could be like, I did everything I could to help them be a better them. To help them yeah. be better than you. That is the, that's my ultimate goal. Make sure my children are better than me doing more, be, being successful in a way that they they can be successful that i don't have to worry about yes very well said very you want the child to be better than you that's great because i actually my wife caught me a few times where i said well that's the way my parents did it when i was their age no 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 you do not want your kids to turn out exactly like you you want them to be better than you thank you for saying that thank you yeah it's something that's always been in my head so uh you know with with that being said here Uh, I wanted those to be closing remarks. So remember, you're not alone. Make your children better than you because that's your ultimate. That should be your ultimate goal. When when 
your child walks out that door at the age of 18, goes off to college, living on their own, and you ask yourself, did I do a good job? And they come back from college for the first time and say thank you or something where they're like, they don't, I don't want to say they don't need you because they're always going to need you. But when they come back and say thank you down that road, thank you for being my parent. Thank you for being my mom. Thank you for being my dad. You know you've done a damn good job. Wow. So. Some heavy bombs dropped here. Uh, oh, let's God. let's make it a bit light uh, with some, <laughs> let's, let's with take, some let's dad like, jokes. <laughs> dad jokes? You ready for some lighter <laughs> stuff? I've got I've got some good ones here. Not going to lie. Uh, there are some cheesy just... ones. So. <laughs> I like we take the most serious topic in human history <laughs> and then we go blow it all the fuck up. <laughs> We're going to blow it up with some dad jokes now. Way to go. Uh, no, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do this. All right. I'm ready for some dad jokes. This one is pretty common. I mean, I hear this a lot, though. Uh, so it's I'll say it's cheesy in a way and I'm sorry, uh, but I want to get it out of the way because it's it's not shit. But it's still one of those that a lot of people should know by now. How do you find Will Smith in the snow? I Look for I, Fresh Prince. I, yes. See? Yes. I've heard that one before, and I oh, laughed yeah, that, so hard when I heard it the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's uh, pretty pretty common. You hear it a lot. It's a lot. And it's actually kind of around the time of the year for it, too. Ha-ha. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, not around here, but yeah. Well, not right now, but it will be, hopefully, no. shortly. At least I want some snow for Christmas or the holidays. Ugh. All right. Um, something here from Friday, from my calendar from Friday. I heard Humpty Dumpty is having an awful winter, which is a shame because he had a great fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one. Oh. That's Here's awesome. another one a lot of people have probably heard, too. I should have gotten this one out of the way. Uh, what do you get when you drop a piano down a mine shaft? What? A flat minor. Oh. It's yeah. if it's for if you're if you're a musician or no music yeah, or have music some music major. knowledge, you're going to you're going to get it uh, a little more than this music deprived child. <laughs> I'm kidding. He loves his music, but he's not like the music theory kind of guy. At that point. No, I wish I could write music. That'd be cool. I don't write music, but I was also in band for years, so I uh, oh, had to go true. through some music theory and whatnot. Um, oh, here we go. Dad, how heavy is this lamp? I don't know. Usually lamps are pretty light. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, all right. Last one before I... Uh, put jared to sleep with my crappy jokes uh actually he's not really sleeping but you know i think it's helping with the positivity p-o-s-i-t-i-v-e that is what it means to me copyright pending <laughs> yes uh i needed a password that was eight characters long so i picked snow white and the seven dwarves oh my gosh <laughs> eight that characters one... Yeah, that one took uh, a little took bit a of bit. thinking. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. I'm Sorry. slow. It's all right. I, I guess. I guess with that being said, then so, uh, Dad, our snowman melted. I think he's just dehydrated. 
All right. All right. That was good. All right, finally. That was good. Uh, see, I don't know. I can't share that one because I don't necessarily know that one. I mean, it is my fireplace is a little warm today. I think it might have a f- the flu. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Those are All those right. are some of the dad jokes for, throughout the week, honestly. Um, here, well, no, I can share that one later on. But yeah, I hope. I think we're going to talk more, cover more uh, about this um, topic because it's a very heavy topic. Uh, but there's just not there's so much to cover within an hour, uh, and I know we did go into stories as well, which is kind of how we get our point across. Yes, real life and examples you, for real. If you can't get life examples across, it mean I would say it's meaningless to talk about some of these things. So correct. We'll be next week. We'll have more. Uh, it might still dive a little bit more into the beginning hood of parenthood or the beginning of parenthood. Uh, but hopefully we can cover more of that or whatnot. Um, Cause it's early stages are a lot. You're, you're talking. I don't even know when the early stages technically end. <laughs> maybe it goes from newborn to a newborn to toddler or maybe like a kindergartner. What there maybe. I'd say probably second grade. If I had to just take a stab at a, estimated it's, year it's a wide range for all i know yeah but that's you know that's it for now guys appreciate it as always you'll find us uh, anywhere on spotify at anchor fm uh hit us up on facebook what is it what's the page called leash dads yes it's just our podcast name just the podcast name so leash dads always send us an email for comments questions concerns uh things you want us to talk about on our podcast or you know review us whatever it may be uh please participate in the spotify questions after the episode if you'd like as well as we'll have maybe just a random poll or um what you thought about the episode things like that uh but anyways jared as always thank you very much for being my amazing constant co-host and we will see you next time 